Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. You have reached episode 134 of Fresh Approach Fitness podcast series. Today is all about why I run. And what inspired me to do this particular episode is, well, you see, I'm back at it. After four years of physio, my ankles are ready to pound the pavement again. So I want you to think about what it was like last time you've accomplished something you never once thought was possible. Sit with that for a second. You know that mountain that you had to climb in your life? Something that you never thought would be possible and yet you conquered it. You did it. You crossed that finish line or you wrote that exam or whatever that moment was. That's what running is to me each and every single time. So I'm back at it and slow and steady sets the pace for me. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my reasons as to why I run. And it used to be all about chasing hardware. And prior to that, my story consisted of, oh, I'm not a runner. I can't run. It's not possible for me to run. So I would like to invite you to get comfortable doing whatever you're doing. Grab your pen and paper, have it handy, jot down what inspires you. And anytime along the way, use the hashtag Ask Sonia podcast, podcast episode. Um, you can put this somewhere. 134 why I run. You can hashtag that. But make sure the Ask Sonia hashtag is there. If you're going to be doing any commenting or feedback or sharing any of this on your posts, because use those hashtags, message me, Janice at gmail.com. That's my preferred email address. And, or you can always find me at freshapproachfitness.com. You can message me that way. Here's the thing, friends. I'm inviting you to give me your perspective. I'm asking you to tell me what resonates with you in today's podcast, because I know as much as you know, there are so many mountains we have climbed in our life, whether it's four years of physio, whether it's paying off a mortgage, whether it's beating any kind of health ailment, whether it's writing your exam for your professional career. Or, my goodness, we all did this one, right? We were so excited to get our driver's license when we were 16. That was a mountain at that time. And the coolest thing is we have surpassed, made it through every single mountain in our life. So running to me is a a parallel to life. You know, there are obstacles that we have to overcome. I get to be in my favorite element, which is nature. I get to push myself every single day to see what I'm capable of. Some days are better than others. Some days have more passion and interest and timing. And, you know, you don't feel like it, but you do it anyways. And it's like, was it your best? It doesn't matter doesn't matter. I'm going to share with you today some of my reasons as to why I love running. And I want to pause for a second and sidebar completely on a, well, not completely, but we're going to talk about cycling for just a second. You see, 
I prefer to work out first thing in the morning because my energy is high. And when I work out, it adds to my energy. But today, kudos to today. Today's January 4th, 2023. It's my dad's 77th birthday. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. And I had a menopausal moment um, throughout the night last night where hot and sweaty and uncomfortable and ladies listening to this in your 40s, I know you get it. So I didn't sleep well. And that meant when I woke up this morning, um, I was nudged. Tony nudged me and said, okay, we got to get up. We got to get ready and beat your dad's birthday in an hour. We went for a birthday brunch. And um, I didn't meditate. I didn't run. I just got up and showered and got myself ready. Okay. That meant my schedule was a little bit off. I was planning a run today. So tonight, after I got done my, my day, my work, before dinner, because I cannot exercise on, on a full stomach at all, I decided to hop on the bike. And I found a YouTube 80s retro music, and I did a spinning class. Now, I don't have a spin bike, just so you know. I just have a regular bike. I hopped on it. Whew, I hustled. Whew, I pushed myself to the limit. I made myself beat red, and I had to pause, and I had to stop. And I had to slow down. I had to catch my breath and I had to deal (laughs) with the pain in my side. Literally, I cramped up because I had had some clementines about three hours, two hours prior and it wasn't quite enough time to digest. And that's what happens when I eat so close to cardio. But you know what? I was on fire for a good two hours later. Because of that little burst of energy for half an hour. Because I pushed myself to the extreme. You see, that's what running does to me. Normally, cycling doesn't have that impact on me whatsoever. It seems to me like spinning might be a bit of a different story. But that elevation, that energy, that doing the very best that you can in the moment is what we all need. It looks different for everybody and it should. Whether it's in a boot camp class or whether it's on a hike or for me, it's running. Um, spinning was a nice bonus and I'm going to incorporate that to help get my cardio up so I can get back. But I wanted to add that piece to this podcast, to this episode, because it doesn't have to be running. I'm sharing with you today why it is that I love running and what it is I love most about running But you can apply whatever it is that makes you feel the same way. And that is the message behind this. See, over the holidays, I obviously caught up with, not obviously, I don't know why you said that, but I caught up with some of my girlfriends because I had some downtime. And there's a girlfriend of mine who is a runner and she's helped me get back at it a couple times. She just kind of ran with me, but it felt like she was crawling in comparison to me. Like she was crawling to catch up with my speed because I wasn't going very fast because I was super, super, super worried about my ankles. I mean, after four years of barely walking, of course, I was super careful about my ankles and it took me a couple months to get comfortable. So she was kind of like casually crawling a couple of big steps because she's taller than me was equivalent to my jog which I called a run. So I messaged her over the weekend and I had shown, I took in a screenshot of an event 
that I had done 11 years ago when I first started running. You see, I never thought I could run. I never ran in high school. I was the chubby girl. Um, I'm sure I wasn't the only chubby girl, or I thought I was bigger than I probably was, just like everybody else. I didn't fall in love with fitness, and I didn't fall in love with myself in high school. But I did love high school. So I did swimming, right? So I was in pretty good shape, but I actually was embarrassed by the muscles on my quads because nobody else had them. So I ate until I covered them up. Okay, so, oh my gosh, the things we do when we don't know better, right? And I was so young and naive. But anyways, especially that point in our lives, we want to be the same. We did not want to be different. So I never ran in high school. I'm sharing this for a purpose. So it wasn't until my late mid-30s, I was 36 when I started. And it started for me by running on my lunch break at a job I hated because it was a job that turned into something completely different than what I had signed up for. And again, I'm sure you're nodding your head because you can appreciate where I'm coming from here. It felt like a telemarketing job. So I drove half an hour every day to a job I didn't like. The only thing I started to do differently was I started walking on my lunch. And then I decided well, what if I ran from one light post to the other and then walked for two or three and then, okay, I'll run the next, the next chunk. And that continued for the next six months to the point where I was able to start a running group. Not, I didn't start one. I joined one in the fall and I started off right in the intermediate group. So I was ready beyond novice at this point. I was right in intermediate. And wouldn't you know, I started running some local races. Now we're 36, 37 at this point and three kids under my belt. Not only did I not like my job, my marriage was not in a good spot. And the reflection in the mirror was no longer smiling at me. That sucks. I have to tell you, um, more often than not now, that smiling reflection is beaming. My eyes are beaming. My heart is smiling. You can feel and see my energy from miles away. More often than not. Not every day. I'm still human after all. But at that point in time, that wasn't my case. So I'm running a little bit more. And now I'm doing a couple of different events. And so over the weekend, I messaged Nancy a screenshot from 11 years ago. So I'm 49 now. So this would have been when I was 40, sorry, 38, 11 years ago. So a couple years after I'd been practicing and doing different events, I had ran 53 kilometers, sorry, 53 minutes for a 10 kilometer run on New Year's Day with slush and hills and wind amazing. So for all of you non-runners out there, that's at a really, really good pace. That's a really, really good clip. Um, I mean, there's so many people that are amazingly better than that, but that would put me in, just to give you an idea, the top 25% roundabout. Okay. But with every event that I participated in, I was always worried about coming in last. I was always worried about not being good enough. And what if, and what if, and what if, you know, that negative Nelly that comes out in your voice? Well, she was really loud at that point in my life. 
Negative Nelly actually hasn't been, just FYI, sidebar again, Negative Nelly has not been in my mind for a while. So that's a good thing. I'm just saying. And if you know who I'm talking about when I say Negative Nelly, guys, hashtag Negative Nelly, hashtag Ask Sonia, hashtag episode 134, and you will be entered into a draw. I promise you that. I will send you, I will be giving a prize to people that have commented on podcast episode 134, Negative Nelly. I don't care how you spell Negative Nelly, but I won't get it unless you do episode 134 and ask S-O-N-Y-A. By the way, have you tried Googling that? Ask Sonia. Hashtag Ask Sonia. Try it. See what comes up. It's interesting. I came up with all that myself. Okay, back to running. So here's the thing. Not only do I have hardware now on my wall, I'm able to see what I'm capable of in life. And most people don't get it. We're, we're not taught to push ourselves like this. We're, we just really don't know how. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it feels like. And as much as we're encouraged to step outside our comfort zone, we really don't know what that means in some cases. So why I love running. You know, people think I'm crazy sometimes. That's okay. I'm not really crazy, by the way. I love to fill my day with fitness. I mean, not fill my day, but do fitness every day. I love the feeling. And there is nothing that beats the runner's high. Again, today's spin class was kind of epic, but <laughs> um, people that run are completely different. Um, I want to share with you that running for me has led to triathlons. Running for me has led to so much more. But it is really cool that my kids participated with me on some events. And we made those memories together and running can be done at different ages and different stages. You can do what I did, fire hydrant to fire hydrant, light post to light post, mailbox to mailbox. It doesn't matter. Running allows me to do so much. And the first thing it does is it allows me to experience nature. I do spend most of my day inside at home, or the odd time out and about in a grocery store, but mainly I'm at home most of the time. And sometimes on the days that I run, those are the only days I get to step outside. I get to feel the wind, the cold, the rain, with asthma, it's really hard to run in the humidity, but I slow my pace and I get out there as much as I can. I can definitely run at the beach. I can run through the park. But I get to be outside. So when I mix running with the elements of nature, something else shifts in me. We need to be in nature. Nature is healing. I can't explain to you. Okay, I can only explain to you my takeaway, but it's something to experience for yourself. And even if you're not a runner, a good way of experiencing that is walk on the treadmill for an hour, walk outside for an hour. Which one makes you happier? <laughs> Simple as that. Okay. Running makes me feel empowered and resilient. It doesn't matter how fast or slow I go. And I want to make that crystal clear. 
every day is going to be different. I am, I am leaps and bounds away from that 53 minutes for 10K. Guys, I am running 5K in almost eight minutes now, actually a little bit over eight minutes. My last run the other day was like eight minutes and 13 seconds for 5K. Ah, <laughs> I want to say that's not good, but that's not true. This is post-recovery. This is starting all over again. I guarantee you this pace is even better than where I started all of those years ago. Even better. You can pick yourself back up at any time. Don't be too hard on yourself when you're starting off or when you're getting back on that horse. But I so feel empowered and resilient. There's no greater sense of satisfaction than what you get from reaching your personal goal and from conquering it. Whether it's 5K or you do your best in 20 minutes or you're using an app and you complete it or you're going out with a bunch of friends, immediately afterwards, you feel empowered. You feel like you can conquer anything because you just accomplished the hardest thing that you had to do that day, the biggest mountain. So when I run first thing in the morning, I realize that I have the strength to get anything done because nobody's asked me to run. I've decided to run. I decided to set the pace. I decided to challenge myself. I decided to ask myself, what am I capable of? And by accomplishing and finishing and doing my very best, when I do that on those days, nothing, and I mean nothing, beats that feeling. Mm. <laughs> there's nothing else to say to that. Okay, so then there's the runner's high I get from accomplishing events. That's a different story. But the runner's high on a good day, the sense of accomplishment is really priceless. Running is the only time I disconnect. Truly, I can run with somebody and not say a word. I can run with somebody and pace myself and talk. Yes, I, I do like to use a watch. I do like to, to track my timing, but I'm not getting notifications about who wants my attention. Unless people know to call me or I'm expecting something, I don't normally even pick up. It's different if it's my kids or if there's something going on, but I don't pick up anything. While I'm running, I listen to my music. I zone out. I always have my phone with me for safety. Every once in a while, I won't let a beautiful picture go by. If there's like a glorious sunrise or just a moment of beautiful flowers or just something so beautiful, I will capture that moment. But I won't check my notifications. I am completely in a zone. It keeps me disconnected. Running allows me to put all my problems into perspective. Every single thing that I deem overwhelming seems manageable after a good run. It's to the point that when I run, I completely forget what was on my mind by the time I'm done. 100%. The thoughts just escape me. I might start pounding the pavement with problems or with scenarios but by the time I'm back, I have no clue what I thought about. I released it all. The world disappears. Like the weight of the world disappears. And it feels fan 
fantastic to have that feeling for even a short, short, short period of time. Running is my therapist. It allows me to voice all my insecurities and fears and then helps me let it go. I'm not going to sing for you, but let it go from Elsie. What song is that? <gasps> Uh-oh. Anyways, let it go. You Google the words, let it go. And I can't think of the song right now, but um, it seems to be my mantra lately. Let it go. Running helps me let everything go. It's just a release. It is it's a release. And that's, that's kind of what I don't get that anywhere else at all. Running is my cheerleader. I am like an invincible, invincible, because I said it wrong. So I'm going to say it one more time. Invincible superwoman who can accomplish all of my dreams and hopes. It puts everything in a perspective for me. It's like the imaginary friend that I had as a child, allowing me to play out all of my fantasies in my head. The fantasies of crashing the I'm excited. Sorry. Crossing the finish line, the excitement of getting a medal, the excitement of feeling accomplished by my standards, not by anybody else's standards. See, as much as running is a solo sport, it can also be a group event, but you're always man against man. You're always in competition with yourself first. Running is my scapegoat and my punching bag. Sidebar, scapegoat, I actually learned the other day where that comes from and why. And I'm reading, I'm listening to a book called Wanting, and it talks about that. It's really interesting perspective. You you might want to check it out or Google where it comes from. I'm not going to educate you here on this, but scapegoat actually has an historical meaning, which is exactly why we um, use those words. So it's really, really interesting. All right. Running is my scapegoat and my punching bag. It allows me to curse and scream at the world if I'm angry, heartbroken, disappointed, frustrated. It doesn't matter the feelings. It's still there for me. I can have a bad day or I can have a good day. And no matter what, it's there for me. Running is there for me. It's like my punching bag. That always bounces back, ready for me to punch it back again. Do you remember those when you were a kid? Like punch and it comes back, punch and it comes back. I think they were vinyl. I'm sure my brother had one and I used it. He wasn't the athlete in the house. He still isn't. I think he's one of the ones that thinks I'm crazy. All right. Running brings me community and awareness. So throughout this podcast, you'll hear me say the word events. Now, I don't like to call them races because I get in my head about a race, but I call them events. But all of these things, events or races, they are typically fundraisers for one reason or another. And that means the money is going to a good cause. There are other runners that participate or there's other running groups. And when you do events, it's a way to increase awareness and to be connected with like-minded people. It is amazing when you see people on the sidelines that you don't know. So six years ago, I ran the Toronto 10K waterfront with a relatively new friend of mine because I'd moved back seven years ago and um, met some new friends and they were runners. So it's like, cool. And I had never seen before bands and cheerleaders throughout the, the course. And it's magic. 
it feels amazing to have so many strangers there supporting you. And typically with most events, when you cross the finish line, you actually stand there and cheer on everybody else that's coming through. So it really doesn't matter if you go by yourself or if you go with other people. That group is so uplifting. Throughout the course, there's plenty of people along the way that you pace yourself with that you will be passing. They'll be passing you. You'll be passing them throughout. And then I've had people say to me, there's the finish line. Go get it. And I would just whip through and I would pick up my pace near the end all of the time. This is what running does in terms of community and awareness. It has connected me with so many amazing, like-minded people who have the same aspirations as I do, whether it's their first time running or whether they do this often, you're all together as one. Here's a good one. Running allows me to enjoy my food. Truth bomb right here. It doesn't mean that I run to earn my calories. I don't. I don't like to overeat my calories. It means that my food tastes better because I want to eat healthier. And the healthier that you eat, the less you want the sugar, the less you want the salt, because you notice those things so much more strongly when they're not natural foods and when they're processed. Running makes me hungry, which means it also makes me thirsty. So I'm drinking more, I'm eating more, and it makes me aware of what I'm hungry for and what my body craves, which again, is not processed food because that's not fuel. So I enjoy my food in a different context. All right, the last point here. I'm not saying we're done. I'm saying the last point. The last point, running is when I am most aware of my physical body. I love feeling the air on my skin, my breath going in and out of my lungs. Although with asthma, that's a hard one to wrap my head around. It's so much easier to listen to my headphones so I don't have to hear my breathing. I do like to chew gum to distract myself a little bit, but my muscles my heart beating in my chest. It makes me feel like I'm alive and that I'm living. And yes, yeah, so I just shared with you some mental blocks with that, but those mental blocks, they'll come around. I didn't have, I didn't know I had asthma before I started running. I was about 47, 48 when I discovered I had asthma. I actually got caught in a rainstorm and had an allergy test. I was at the allergy test where I was diagnosed with asthma. Um, and ever since I've been on medicine. So the huffing and the puffing and the breathing in the lungs, I can still do this as an asthmatic. I can still run, but it means I have to be a little bit more aware and running helps me be aware of where I'm at running. This is a bonus for you here. Running reshapes my body. Not only do I feel amazing, I look amazing. So right now I'm wearing a tank top and I like a tank top and my cycling shorts because we ate dinner after um, I worked out. And I looked at myself and I'm like, wow, the top looks completely different. And I know I've been, my weight's been reshifting and I know I've been moving my body more since I moved my office downstairs to the basement. I've actually been doing so many more steps back and back and forth, up and down. And that's movement. And I've been more cautious about my foods and I'm tracking my food again. But the thing is, your body shape physically changes. It's long and lean. 
and it's powerful. And when your body feels like that, the rest of you feels like that. And it, you feel powerful after your first run. If you're kind, if you're kind to yourself, I'm not telling you to go fast or slow here. I'm not pushing you. I'm not asking you to push yourself. I'm asking you to step into your power. And when you tell your body how proud you are, you will feel so powerful. So what happens is your shirts get a little bit longer because your hips and your body get a little bit tighter, right? So now the same shirt that looked one way on me three months ago, six months ago, now is like, huh, it looks good. It looks different. It looks like, wow. So that's a bonus about my physical body and my clothes. Guys, there are so many benefits to running. And I'm using running because I love running. You can start by walking and then doing a slower pace and then a faster pace. You can start by pacing yourself. There's so many ways you can start. I've actually taken walkers to runners, people that have completed events that never were able to run before. I would run with them and pace them. I taught people how to run and I never used to be a runner. That is amazing. So running has many benefits for your mind and body. It can improve your overall health, reduce your risk of death, help you balance your weight, protect your bones, and build your self-esteem as well as helping you find yourself a community. And who doesn't want those things? Even a once a weekly run can bring you the positive effects of running. And the best part is you can build the habit slowly. It doesn't cost much. A good pair of sneakers. Friends, go to a running room, go to a um, proper store, get your foot measured, find out if you're got if you need stability or a, if you have a natural foot. It makes a world of difference. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, again, reach out to me and I can help you with that. I know that there are certain shoes I need to wear right now. It's New Balance. It's been New Balance for the last couple of years. I probably won't switch from New Balance because these are helping my ankles with recovery. So the one thing I recommend is get yourself some good shoes. Once you start running more, you're going to want to replace those shoes. Every 500 kilometers, you want a new pair. So depending on how long it takes you to get to that point, I think it was like year two, I started buying shoes every six months. And then I think in year three of running, I, um, bought two pairs at once and I alternated them. And that's what, um, you know, I haven't been able to run, but that's probably what I will do next. Uh, hard to say. I might get a pair, wear them for 500 and then switch them out, um, or wear them for 250 kilometers and then switch them out. But this is, we're getting some sort of tracking device, whether it's your phone, whether it's a Garmin, something you don't want to be running completely naked because if it's something that you intend to do, and that's a term, running naked is a term, no gadgets. And you can do that, but you don't have a starting point. You don't have a way of tracking yourself. You don't have a stop and end. There is no way of seeing where your betterments and improvements might be. So it's still really inexpensive to get started. Oh, and girls, if you have girls, get a good running bra. I can help set you up with some good Zaya products. I love my Zaya bras. I really do. Um, I will add my Zaya link. Actually, reach out to me and I will set you up with a dedicated link so you can do some shopping. But 
if you have girls, you definitely want a good bra for running. That's the only other thing. Why I love running at the end of the day, it gave me back my smiling reflection. And I promise you, it will do the same for you. Thanks again for listening, guys. I love sharing my insights with you. For those that are interested, we are kicking off the 2023 Purge and Proceed Weight Loss Challenge. So exciting. I will add the details to to this as well. We'd certainly love to have you join us. And um, please be my guest. Start running. Let me know how I can support you on your journey. And let's make some improvements in your life. Let's get that smiling reflection glowing again. All right, my friends, I'm sending you all the love in the world. If you like today's episode, go ahead, share with your friends, your family, subscribe, comment, and do yourself a solid to get entered into the prizes. Again, hashtag episode 134 or 134 episode. I don't care how you do it because you need to add the other two as well. Hashtag negative Nelly. Hashtag ask Sonia. Give me your feedback. All right, my friends, have a fabulous, fabulous night until I see you again. Sending you all my love.